This is the Westwards podcast, a fortnightly production of Westwards, the Western Sydney Literature Organisation. Western Sydney is located on the traditional lands of the Darug, Gunungurra and Tharawal nations, and we acknowledge and offer our respects to all Indigenous people and to their Elders past, present and emerging. Opinions and views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of the Westwards organisation. If you'd like to ask questions, offer feedback or simply learn more about what we do at Westwards, please visit westwards.com.au. All right, let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Westwards podcast for today, July the 3rd, 2021. My name is James Roy. I'm your host. I'm producer at Westwards. And uh, today we have a couple of uh, exciting bits of news to share with you and some, um, and some opportunities as well. Uh, so let's not waste any more time. We'll get straight into it with the quote of the day. Now, this is something that we like to do here on, uh, on the Westwards podcast is to take uh, somebody who ordinarily was born on this day, but sometimes... Uh, they died on this day in history, but uh, today we're going to be talking about Tom Stoppard. Now, Tom Stoppard is pretty uh, a pretty successful playwright and screenwriter. He's written for television, film, and the rest. He uh, he wrote plays like Rose. Well, he's be- probably best known for the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, but he co-wrote the screenplays for Brazil and Shakespeare in Love, which uh, won an Academy Award. Some people would argue that that was uh, probably not the best movie that. She- uh, most deserving film that year for the Academy Award, um, but uh, nonetheless, he's an he's an award-winning writer, Academy Award-winning writer. He was born in Czechoslovakia, what was then Czechoslovakia. Uh, he fled Nazi occupation, or his or his family did. He was a child, and he moved to the United Kingdom and set about uh, becoming a very successful screenwriter and playwright. And here's uh, the quote from Tom Stoppard. He had a couple of pretty good ones. Uh, I like this one. Uh, I write plays because writing dialogue is the only respectable way of contradicting yourself. I put a position, rebut it, refute the rebuttal, and rebut the refutation. Uh, That's not bad. Uh, And then there's this one. Obviously, you would give your life for your children or give them the the last biscuit on the plate. But to me, the trick in life is to take that sense of generosity between kin Make it apply to the extended family and to your neighbour, your village and beyond. So I'm going to reference back to that particular quote with one of our bits of news. And I'm also going to reference back to this one. Theatre is still a medium which attracts young writers. You'd think that it would be all over by now with television and film, but it's not. Now, if you have been listening to this podcast, you would know that a couple of, uh, maybe a month or so ago, I I shared uh, an interview that I, I had with Brooke. Robinson, who was one of our Daffodil Cottage uh, writers in residence, and she was talking about this. She was talking about the way that uh, theatre is still a going concern, and theatre is still a uh, a very successful and important art form for writers, and that it is a very different art form from screenwriting. and uh, And if you want do want to hear that that uh, interview in its entirety, you can go to our mini masterclass podcast platform. 
But theatre is still a medium which attracts young writers, Tom Stoppard says. You'd think that it would be all over by now with television and film, but it's not. And uh, that made me, as I, as I just intimated, that made me think of The Daffodil Cottage. So I am going to share with you the names of the people who are going to be uh, the writers in residence through the second block of our Daffodil Cottage residencies. Now, just a little bit of background in case you haven't uh, heard about this before. The Daffodil Cottage residencies, they are generously supported by uh, Rach and Katie, who are two uh, ladies who own this particular cottage in North Katoomba, and they are very passionate about providing uh, support for the arts, and so they have donated large blocks of time uh, for us to basically curate to give opportunities to writers to to come up and spend some time a week in most cases in some cases a couple of weeks uh, to spend some time up in the Blue Mountains and and work on that big project and uh, the, the really exciting thing about this particular residency is that it's it's open for collaborations because it is a cottage and it has two bedrooms um, it's it, it's perfect for collaboration so I'm just going to very quickly go through the people who have been selected, we had a number of people apply, a large number of people apply, but these are the ones who were selected on this particular occasion. Uh, for the first block, we have Ashley Kalagian Blunt, who is a podcaster and fiction writer. And in fact, if you think back to the uh, interview that we featured on in our uh, mini masterclasses with, with our Western Sydney University writer-in-residence or, or writing fellow, uh, Kavita Bedford, uh, that podcast that she she was speaking on that we we shared was the podcast run by Ashley Kalagin Blunt along with um, her podcasting partner called James and Ashley Stay at Home. And uh, so Ashley's Ashley's going to be working on a novel. She's coming up well the eleventh to sixteenth of July, which is not far away, not not far past the end of the current lockdown. So. We're kind of keeping our fingers crossed on that one. We're, we're not entirely certain that will go ahead, but we're, we're hoping, and she is hoping. And then uh, towards the beginning of August, we have Lyndon Nichols Gidley, who is a speech coach and a playwright, and she's working on a, uh, a play, and she's going to be collaborating with a dramaturg and also have, hoping to have a number of the actors come up to the house for a, uh, a writing day and, a, and a, live, a live reading day, if you like, so they can get a, their feel for for uh or she can get a feel for how the play is holding together and then we've got the long residency in the middle of august is peter maple peter maple's a friend of westwards who's done some work with us in the past and he's coming up to work on a script for a piece of the children's theater and then uh we're really excited that in the beginning of september we have yamna kasab who who was one of our fellows at one point and also gabriel carey who's a very uh, successful uh Australian novelist and non-fiction writer. I'm going to come back to her in just a minute because um, I had an interesting conversation with her during the week that I'm excited to share. Uh, and then at the middle of September, we have Helen Thurlow and Melinda Smith. So Helen is a novelist and a poet, and she's a young adult writer, and she is going to be uh, collaborating with Melinda Smith, who is a very successful poet from the ACT. She's actually won the Prime Minister's Literary Award in 2014. And so a number of those are collaborative. Now, I, I did promise to double back on, on the Gabriel Carey. And, and look, I don't know if this is an interesting story, but it certainly was for me because she emailed me during the week and said, um, 
do you know anything about Ivan Southall? And Ivan Southall is, in fact, one of my favourite writers for children for from Australia. He was his book Josh is, in my opinion, uh, one of the finest children's books ever written. Was, and uh, Gabrielle got in touch with me and said. So do you know anything about Ivan Southall? And I immediately replied with, yes, absolutely. I, I love Ivan Southall's work, or, or not all of it, but much of it. And she said, yes, I was, doing a, I was researching a book that she wrote called Falling Out of Love with Ivan Southall. And uh, she said, I, I discovered a, a letter in amongst his, the letters that had been sent to him by children, and I found one there by one James Roy. Now, I'm hoping she's going to go scratching around and find it for me so we can confirm that it was actually from me. Now, I don't remember sending this letter, but there's a very good chance that I did because it sounds like the kind of, uh, kind of fanboy thing that I might have done uh, as a young kid growing up in Fiji, listening, uh, reading Ivan Southall's books and, and falling in love with the way he wrote. And so it was a really nice kind of serendipitous thing to hear her talk about uh, finding my name in a... In a, in a pile of letters to one of my favorite writers so look as I say I don't remember writing that letter but it sounds like the kind of thing I would have done I can imagine my mother would have probably said to me at the time I would have been talking about oh I I, uh, I really love this book and and she would have probably said to me well if you love it that much you should write to the uh, to the author so I probably did I think it would be a pretty coincidental thing if if someone else called James Roy around that time had loved an Ivan Southall book enough to write him a letter. But, you know, it's not, not out of the realms of possibility, but uh, it's just a nice little moment of serendipity that I thought I'd share. So let's go back for a moment to... Uh, who, who was Tom Stoppard? That's right, we're talking about Tom Stoppard. And he, he said uh, he was talking about theatre being a medium which attracts young writers. And, yeah, I think it's really exciting to, to see that so many people are still seeking to write uh, for theatre. I suppose theatre, as, as we talked about with Brooke Robinson, theatre has t- probably taken a bit of a hit through, uh, as, as many of the entertainment uh, genres have through COVID and, and quarantine and so forth. I suppose screenwriters might be doing okay because uh, although it's very hard to make, make movies and shows in a time of quarantine, but we're all staying home and watching Netflix during lockdown, aren't we? So I guess somebody's, somebody's getting paid for writing things. But uh, it, it's exciting that theatre is something that is is still really uh, really popular and and is seen as a, a good outlet for creativity for for young writers. The other the other Tom Stoppard quote, which I thought was relevant to one of the things we wanted to talk about today, was uh, the first one I shared. I'll read it again. Obviously, you would give your life for your children or give them the last biscuit on the plate. But to me, the trick in life is to take that sense of generosity between kin, make it apply to the extended family and to your neighbour, your village and beyond. And what I, what I thought of when I read that was the other thing I wanted to discuss uh, today, and that is that we, uh, on, on, last mo- on Monday last, the, uh, what was it, the 28th, I think, we uh, launched the Living Stories uh, writing prize anthology and we also announced the winners and highly commended uh, entries for that award now again and you many of you have probably heard us talk about this but this was a, a massive undertaking which we turned around very quickly with the the help from uh, a lot of the 
uh, LGAs across Western Sydney, most of them in fact, and they were very generous in their, in their time and, and their assistance, as were the judges and the people who facilitated the workshops and so forth. But here is a, uh, a writing prize that we turned around fairly quickly and we had a lot of excellent entries. And on Monday, the governor, Margaret Beasley, she and her husband, who is also one of the Westwards patrons, uh, Dennis Wilson, they named the winners and runners-up for this award. And I'm going to sh uh, share those with you now. Uh, they were in the 10 to 12-year category. The overall winner was Claudia Wong for a story called Are We Here Yet? And Amy Gia, with her story The Girl on the Front Porch, was the highly commended. In the 13 to 15, Sophia Saeed wrote a, an excellent poem called Ode to My Brown Body. And Bronte Pagano, uh, she won highly commended for Saved by Western Sydney, a short story. Uh, 16 to 18 years, the winner was Manira Tabasam Ahmed for a, a poem that was just startling in its execution and its structure called Reflections. And Safina Shu uh, wrote a story called Dina at the Leung's. And the winner of the adult category was Pete Schmiggle with a story called Lynn's Key Cutting Service. And Fenola Methven wrote a story called Tissue Paper Heart that won the uh, highly commended for that category. So these people all won money and trophies and prizes and, and all the rest. And uh, they should be really, really proud of what they've achieved because they were excellent stories. and They, they had some pretty tough competition. We had to do the announcement via... Uh, via Zoom. We were all kind of keyed up to do a do something at the Casula Powerhouse, but of, unfortunately last uh, last Saturday uh, evening it was just all all locked up and we couldn't do it, so we had to very quickly pivot. So the reason I, I thought that the quote from uh, Tom Stoppard was relevant to this is because Pete Schmiggle spoke when he won his award and he spoke about the way that story connects us all and he also talked about how it was a, a cause for celebration because here were all these people all across western sydney writing their stories telling their own stories and and sharing in each other's stories and and, and i think that's absolutely right that's exactly what we were hoping to achieve with this and we're hoping to do it bigger and better next year uh it'll be around about the same sort of time i suppose and uh, we really encourage people to enter if you'd like to watch that entire presentation, you can go to our Westwords website, westwords.com.au, and look for the link, and there's a uh, the YouTube uh, recording of that particular Zoom presentation with the governor and others is uh, embedded on the page, or you can go to Westwords Official uh, on our YouTube channel, Westwords Official, and you'll find it on there. You can watch it there. So thanks to everyone who was involved in that. We, we think it was a, a great success and we, we really enjoyed putting it on. It was hard work at times, but uh, we think that it was a big success. Now, now, while we're talking about successes, let's talk about the Illustrated Artworks auction. That came to an end uh, late last week. Now, we didn't quite make as much as we did last year on this. Uh, we, we raised $7,500. But we do want to thank everyone who bid. We also especially want to thank the uh, artists who donated their work for us to put up in the auction so that people could bid. And uh, we, we want to do it again next year. 
but once again, thank you to everyone for, for bidding and taking part and for contributing. And that money will be put to very good use to uh, support our, our schools program, our emerging authors and illustrator workshop residency programs and mentorships and so forth. So we can't do this without help. We, we do rely on, uh, on government funding and, and philanthropy and so forth and, and various grants that we apply for and different, different support streams uh, and this is just one of those so thank you to everyone who took part and was involved so the 2021 blacktown mayoral creative writing prize is open again uh, entrants need to write a poem or a story responding to the theme the only way is there's a total prize pool of six hundred dollars entries close on the 3rd of october so you've got quite a bit of time to get this stuff get your uh, writing together but there are, is prize money attached. There's also prize money for your school if you're a student. Uh, so if you want to have a, a bit of a read and then enter, please go to westwords.com.au to our webpage and, and look for the link that takes you to the Mayoral Creative Writing Prize. Anyone who lives in Blacktown City is eligible to apply or to, to enter. So get writing. So a couple of bits of news in brief for you. Uh, we are very proud to let everyone know that a project that we're involved in, uh, the A Thousand Words project through Sydney Living Museums, has just won a MAGNA award. MAGNA stands for Museums and Galleries National Awards, and, and it won the Temporary or Travelling Exhibition Award for works between $20,000 and $150,000. Now, our contribution to this was that they commissioned us to find a number of uh, emerging writers from Western Sydney to respond to uh, photos, archival photos that were, were, were given to them. They had a choice of photos to choose from. And then they could write anything they liked uh, that was inspired by a photo that they found in amongst uh, the pile they were given and uh, you can check this out by going to sydneylivingmuseums.com.au and there's a link there but or you can go to our website and find the link as well and you can see the pictures they were they were given or the pictures they had the option to choose from and the stories that they wrote and uh, we were really proud to be asked to be involved and the exhibition has won a magna award so that's a real feather in in the cap for for sydney living museums but we are equally proud to have been involved and have played our small part in making that a very successful exhibition. Now I might have mentioned a fortnight ago that we have partnered once again with Varuna, the National Writers House in Katoomba. We've done this uh, on several occasions now where we we basically have four emerging writers from Western Sydney of diverse backgrounds come up to live in Katoomba, in Katoomba at Varuna, which is quite the experience in itself. We've had some pretty prominent people who have gone on to have fairly prominent careers have come through this program, not least of all Omar Seka, who won the Prime Minister's Award for Poetry last year. He was one of the writers in residence uh, a couple of years back, and there have been several others as well. So go to our website to uh, find the link and apply through there if you are part of, if you identify as someone of diverse background and an emerging writer from Western Sydney. Now part of the reason I bring that up is because somebody who has spent some time at Varuna 
is David Allen Patel, a writer from uh, Western Australia, in fact, from Perth. And he has uh, his book published by, for, through Free Metal Press, Locust Summer, uh, is the subject of a reading this week on our Westwards official YouTube channel. And so you can go there to hear him read. And you can also, while you're there, check out Anthony Lawrence in Poets Corner, talking to David Odess about his poetry and about his work. Anthony Lawrence, of course, anyone who knows anything about Australian poetry will be very uh, familiar with Anthony's work. He's won significant awards, such as the Prime Minister's Literary Award for Poetry and the Kenneth Slesser Award and so forth. And he's also a fantastic poetry teacher. I've been fortunate enough to have been in a couple of his classes and, and he's an excellent communicator and teacher. And he's talking to David Odess about his work. So find that on Westwood's official as well. And finally, last but not least, we're still looking for a new producer, namely my job. Uh, as I think I might have mentioned, I'm off to uh, go back to doing what I did for a long time and that is to write full time and work in schools and so forth. I'm very excited to get back to being creative again in that way rather than creative in the ways that I have been uh, in this role. So I'm going back to do something that I love but that means that my position is uh, open and available. So if you're somebody who's highly motivated and is and enjoys working in small teams, but working hard in small teams, then uh, get on this because it's a very rewarding job. You get to uh, try a lot of different things and, and get your fingers in a lot of different pies and see a lot of what you do come to fruition and make a real difference in the lives of artists and, uh, and audience as well. So you can email admin at westwords.com.au for more information or just go to our website and look for the link. It'll be right there on the front page. So that's it from us for this fortnight. We'll be back in uh, just under a week with the next mini masterclass. Uh, but until then, as we always say, happy creating.